Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Earle, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I'm here with a fabulous guest, Kevin Kronitsky. And hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Kronitsky, is that correct? Yeah. Okay, I did well. <laughs> He's an MD. He wrote this really cool book. It's called The Still Point, The Simplicity of Spiritual Enlightenment. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And let me just give you a little information to kind of preface this, you guys. So many people live lives riddled with outright anxiety and fear. And isn't that the truth? Instead of happiness and ease being the normal state of existence, most experience happiness as only brief moments of joy when some desire has been temporarily fulfilled, but it doesn't have to be that way. Happiness can be recognized as our natural state of being. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm so glad you're here and welcome officially to High Road to Humanity. Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah, it's really great you're here. Hey, before we get into it, you guys, I pulled a couple things to talk about. This one, this is crazy. Okay, so the headline reads, a cyber attack in Albuquerque forces schools to cancel classes. Now, because I'm in Albuquerque, and apparently my phone's not off, I'm sorry about that, guys. Um, I want to read this, and this is out of Santa Fe. It says, when the superintendent of Albuquerque Public Schools announced earlier this week a cyber attack would lead to the cancellation of classes for around 75,000 students, he noted that the district's technology department has been fending off attacks for the last few weeks. Now, this is really interesting. Albuquerque is not alone, it says, as five school districts in the state have suffered major cyber attacks in the past two years, including one district that's still wrestling with the cyber attack that hit just after Christmas. This is a long article, but it says... Um, it's first reporting a cyber attack that required cancellation of classes, all the more disruptive as schools try to keep in-person learning uh, going during the pandemic. So it goes on. There have been a lot of closures because of that. Now, interestingly enough, after I pulled that, I pulled this, which just blows my mind. Ukraine is hit by a massive cyber attack that targeted government websites. So, you know, all the issues that's going on that they have going on right now, it says dozen of Ukrainian government sites have been hit by an ominous cyber attack with hackers warning people to be afraid and expect the worst. The attack took over websites of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs Cabinet of Ministers and Security and Defense Council, posting a message on screens in Ukrainian, Russian, and Polish that read, Ukraine, exclamation point, all your personal data was uploaded to the public network. All data on the computer is destroyed. It is impossible to restore it. This is just the beginning of this article. So the reason I'm bringing this to everybody's attention is this is what's going on. It's at home. It's abroad. It's everywhere. And you guys start paying attention to what's going on and really be careful when you're on the computers. Do you have anything you want to say, Kevin? I just was amazed by all that today. Um, well, 
You know, all fear ultimately comes from identification with form. And it comes from the misconception or the illusion that without form, existence is impossible. So until we recognize ultimately and truly what we are, fear is, uh, fear is always going to be part of our experience. Unfortunate. Yeah, there's a lot of unfortunate stuff going on today. So anyway, I just want to bring that to people's attention. You know, just be aware. You know, you talk about this in your book about being aware. So um, tell us your story. How did you get to uh, the still point? Talk, talk to us. Tell us your story. Well, you know, the still point is what we are. So it, it isn't something that we arrive at or something that we get to. It's simply a recognition of our ever-present being that is with us always, but it has, <clears throat> it's been obscured. It's been obscured um, really by our uh, giving all of our attention to everything that's external to experience. So not, not just things like, you know, the news stories and, and, and whatnot, and, but our thoughts, our, our, our feelings, our, our experience, our, all of our experience, the, uh, the recognition that what we truly are is that changeless self-aware being that knows all of the experience is, is what I've called the still point. And it's been called a lot of things, you know, the still point is, is just the, the word that, the word that came um, for, for me as I was, as I was writing the book, but it's been called consciousness. It's been called. Awareness yeah. Yeah. I wrote, yeah, I wrote that down. You said the still point has been called many names throughout the ages, awareness, consciousness, knowing, being, Holy Spirit. I call it balance. You know, that's what I call it because it's when I feel like um, I'm good to go and whatever goes on, you know, on the outside, you can still say, you know, balance. That's what I, that's, I guess what I call my stillness. Does that sound about right? Well, I think there's a, a there's a balance, you know, once the once the um, once the still point is recognized as what as what you are, there's clearly a, a balance between uh, living in the world. Right. And living in, in experience. And, and um, we certainly don't shut off experience, you know, as you as you mentioned, we don't we don't shut experience off. Um, but we recognize that, you know, at the least we recognize that that which comes goes, right? So even, um, even, in, even in difficult times, like uh, certainly um, the world is, is going through some difficult times right now, uh, but we can still recognize that if it comes, it, it goes. And when we're in touch with that, which doesn't come and go, that's when we can find peace and happiness. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're down here experiencing and, and this is what I've come to know is that, um, you know, we do need to go within because the, you know, the treasure truly is within ourselves and not outside of ourselves, but we are here to experience. And so I guess that's, yeah, we're here to, you know, see what's happening. So it's a, it's a, it is a balancing act, I guess, for me, because being connected to the divine and, being centered and being, you know, um, aware, but not reactive, but then experiencing what life has to offer. It's, it is kind of crazy. We've got to do both at the same time, you know? 
Yeah, I, you know, we don't, we, we, we certainly don't turn experience off. And yeah. I mean, there, it is, I mean, it is true for many people, particularly in, in this, in this day and age and in this time, a period of turning away from the world for a while, maybe necessary, it, it was for me. Yeah. Uh, and yet, you know, a- after, after that period, there's a reemergence, uh, there's a reemergence into the world, so to speak, of form and, and not only, not only experience, but enjoying, enjoying experience and, um, and, you know, and, and, and truly, uh, truly seeing it for, for what it is. It's, it's, it's simply very difficult to uh, understand, understand it without understanding ourselves first. I agree. You know, I wrote down a bunch of quotes that you had in your book. I really liked it. You said, because most of us are only focused on thinking, we mistakenly believe awareness is temporary and limited. I thought that was, yeah, we got to get out of our heads. You know, I I talked to the audience about reprogramming and um, changing our thoughts because, you know, we've all been programmed in a certain respect to think a certain way. And um, have you worked on that as well? Changing your thoughts? Um. So in a, in a roundabout way, the, 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 you know, we don't, we, we can't control our, our thoughts. You can, you can ask anyone, uh, you know, someone perhaps who's, who's maybe goes and, and sits in what they call meditation, they'll quickly find out their thoughts are arising and they're rising rapidly. And, you know, controlling your thoughts is, uh, isn't the way to go because, you know, a a mind that's controlled isn't a, isn't a free mind, but not not controlling them, but I mean, changing your thoughts, like, okay, let me give you an example. So, you know what I'm talking about? So like, if you get a really negative thought in your head, you know, I always try to change it up to a positive thought, you know, so where we're more of a happy vibration coming out. So, you know, and that's what I talk about reprogramming, you know, if you get a really nasty thought in your head, you know, do you do that? Or you're like, okay, wait, I want to change that to a happy, more positive thought. Do you do that? So, uh, so it's, it's, uh, it, the power we have is the power of attention uh-huh. and we could give attention to a thought or we could not. And the, um, this approach or this teaching is that while we can't control our thoughts, you can give them or not give them attention. So for example, <laughs> with that thought you were mentioning, if it isn't given attention, Mm-hmm. And that thought, you know, how long do thoughts last? A few seconds at most. Yeah. That yeah. thought simply arises from the still point and then it will, it, will, it will fade back into the still point. And when that thought isn't given attention, um, then other thoughts like it are not generated, uh, you know, with the, same, with the same relentlessness as they are if attention is being given to those, to those thoughts. Yeah, and then I'm with you. Talk a little bit about the ego in the book. You talk about letting go of the ego, recognizing it. You know, um, talk a little bit about that. What you feel? Well, the ego, the ego is ultimately just a belief. It's uh, it's another thought, you know. But we have that thought so often, so many times, or so often, it becomes a belief, and we're 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 conditioned by that. Uh, shortly after birth. And it's simply the belief that what we are, that our identity is formed. So we, we not only believe we are the body, but the body mind, meaning we believe we are our thoughts and feelings, as opposed to the truth or the reality, which is that the body is an experience that we have as, as are our thoughts and feelings. And um, that again, that misconception that we are our thoughts, our feelings, or our body is limiting. It, it, 
it takes what we truly are, which is, as I call it, the self-aware still point, but awareness, which is is not limited, and it places limitations on it, and and those limitations um, lead to fear or anxiety, fear and yeah. anxiety. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for explaining that to us. Um, we've got to go to commercial break, you guys. I'm here today with Kevin Kroninsky. Uh, he's an MD. His book is called The Still Point. And this is Nancy Earl, and this is High Road to Humanity. And we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. to Sedona, Arizona for a Sedona Ascension Retreat taking place March 18th through the 20th featuring world-renowned authors, speakers, and practitioners. This includes spiritual journeys into the sacred vortex sites of Sedona as well as interactive workshops and a UFO skywatch. Visit SedonaAscensionRetreats.com Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Kevin Kroninsky, and we're talking about the still point, and I was asking Kevin on the break, you know, this is a little bit different than what I have um, always taught people and learned that we can change our thoughts, and you look at it a little bit differently, like, you know, just let them go by. Is that what you're saying? And don't pay attention to them. Well, you know, thoughts arise from two two thought systems, so to speak. There's only two kind of choices that we have. We, we have the, the, the ego self, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is, you know, a, a thought system based upon fear and separation. We have 
it can be called the whole mind, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, thoughts that arise from the ego mind uh, should be dismissed. And, and by dismissing them, uh, I'm, simply, I'm simply suggesting not to give them attention. Power. And, and not giving them, right, exactly, like not giving them attention, kind of like a fan, you know, if you take the electricity away from the fan, the fan will turn for a while. But eventually, if you, if you, uh, if you don't give it electricity, it, it's going to stop, it's going to slow down and stop. And mm. so, you know, in a, I suppose in a, um, in a manner of speaking, that will eventually, uh, it will eventually change your thoughts, but it's not to actively uh, attempt to con control them. It's, it's simply to dismiss, dismiss them, that the thoughts that don't come from the whole mind or, or come from a place of love. Yeah, I like that. You say doing what we love leads to the road of self-discovery. And I believe that if you do what you love, you start to, you know, become more aware of the inner self and, and what you really, you know, where your heart is. Um, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think in the in the book, um, I, I mentioned the great uh, comparative mythologist, Joseph Campbell, who, who said, follow your bliss. And I think this is uh, absolutely wonderful, wonderful advice. Um, many, 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 many people uh, don't do that because they're involved in end gaining. And, you know, they're, um, they're, they're very much interested in, and driven and conditioned by society to think about what, what they're, what they're doing, what it will produce, you know, whether it's a job they don't like, or uh, whether it's going to school and, you know, studying something you don't like because ultimately you think it's going to get you a better job that maybe pays more money. And this, this ultimately, you know, isn't, isn't following your, your, your bliss. So, yeah, I think that's a very, um, that's a very powerful teaching and one that we don't, many, many, many of us don't, uh, you know, don't, don't actually um, abide by. You know, and I think it's, uh, it is, it's like the number one thing. I think that people um, don't, follow what they really want to do in their heart and soul. And you're exactly right. Because when you do, and I've learned this over time, is that when you follow your, your heart, the money comes. It's quite interesting, you know, and, and the business comes. So it's, it's really, you know, um, it's interesting that our society has gotten to the point, but I see people coming back to, especially during the COVID, you know, and reinventing themselves and doing stuff that they would have never done otherwise. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I, mm -hmm. I think that the, I think that the, uh, you know, the, the, the world situation in this pandemic over the past few years it's caused a lot of people to really re-examine uh, that their priorities and and to begin to move towards following their bliss, you know, and doing doing that which which they love. There's you know there's there's uh, perhaps unintended silver linings, you know, to everything, and that that may very well be be one of them. In that people have seen that perhaps the, the way they were operating isn't necessary. The world is saying, well, you, you can still do what you do without being here, without being there, and that you know, that has led many people, I think, to this recognition. Well, what if I, what if I just uh, go with my heart and, and do, you know, truly what excites me and truly what is the most exciting thing, you know, yeah. in, in this moment. So yeah, yeah, that's, um, it's one of the bright sides that isn't spoken of much about what's happening right now. Yeah. Why not? Why not just go for it? And I've seen a lot of people do it and myself included. And I think it's great. I think it's fantastic to watch people young, old, all different ages reinvent themselves. You know, there's one thing in your book that I really, really um, hit home with me. And 
gosh, the, it took me forever to learn this. I wish I would have learned it a long time ago. The only one who can make, this is a quote he has in his book. The only one who can make you feel whole and complete is you. Sure. You know? that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a revolution mm-hmm. of one. As I, as I, 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 I say, it's a revolution of one. Um, and this recognition that we are completely responsible for our own happiness, for our own peace, is something that's, that's necessary. Because if we don't come to that point, we will continue to try to rearrange the screen of life. Um, and that is never an effective strategy. You know, th- th- that's another kind of aspect or something that we see happening in the world today is that many people, of course, are complaining about what's on the screen of life. Um, Ultimately, though, uh, you, you have to go, you have to go in, inside, you have to recognize that you don't get to control uh, what's on the screen, you, you get to control your reaction to it. Right. That's, that's the only power you have. And it's all you need. It's the only power you need. It comes, um, it, it's, uh, it's not easy to see that when the mind has been so conditioned to try to control what's on the screen of experience and yeah. basically what's happening in life. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's just really important that people understand nothing on the outside makes you really happy. I've seen people buy and buy and buy and buy and buy and things don't make you happy. And people, another person cannot make you happy. And I think that's what really hit home with me here. You know, people don't say that enough. You know, people think, oh, if I have, if I'm not by myself and I have this other person, then I'll be okay. But that's not what it's all about. And so, yeah. And as soon as you start to be okay with yourself, then it's great to have another person, but you can't expect another person or an object to make you happy. That comes from within. And I think that's one of the biggest things we're learning here on the planet right now. I I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Happiness Mm -hmm. is, is what we are. It's not something we obtain. And until we uh, recognize that our nature, our true nature, is happiness and peace itself. Um, it 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 happiness will will not be something that is uh, part not part of our experience. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 very true. We got the good versus the evil going on right now, and I'm hoping that well, actually, I know the good's going to win on this. Did you freeze on me there? I think he froze on me. Are you there? Okay. <laughs> you yeah. froze for a second. I was like, oh, no. you know, you have this book broken up into two sections. And I thought this was really interesting. Um, well, even before I go into that, let me just back up a little bit. After each chapter, talk about this. You have like a question and an answer kind of situation. Tell the audience about that. This really interesting book, you guys. Um, why did you decide to go with that kind of a format? You know, it's the way it came. I, it, it's it wasn't a decision as much as as the way it happened. And I and I think that the um, the book the book speaks about the direct path, the direct path, which is which is really something that has been around for for a very 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 long time, set many many centuries, if, if if not longer. But it's it's something that hasn't really been um, discussed as much. It's it is now it, it is now starting to be. Uh, discussed by a lot more, you know, a lot more teachers and whatnot. Um, and it, this direct approach to recognizing recognizing our true nature, it kind of operates in this question and answer format best. 
In other words, when somebody asks a question, um, you know, that question is unique to their mind and the way that their mind is, 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 is contracted. So uh, the Q&A format allows the answer to come from the still yeah. point directly to that particular, particular mind. And perhaps that's why, uh, perhaps that's why it, it ended up as, you know, question and answer uh, in question and answer format. A lot of it. I like it. I'm going to read one just to kind of give the audience a feel. And he does this after each chapter. I thought it was really cool. Uh, so it says, why do so many seek illumination or enlightenment through the experience of substances? And you're talking about that. And that, and so it says, when you mention illumination or enlightenment, you were speaking of the cure. Uh, there were, there was a spirituality advanced uh, Juzit priest named Anthony DeMello, who said, most people want relief, but not the cure. Most people are not yet ready to discard the ego. This is so true, you guys, by seeing it as false, but instead are looking for relief from what ails them in the form of a shortcut. You know, I see this a lot. <laughs> we only got a few minutes to go. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a psychic. I have clear cognizance. And, you know, I get this a lot. Like, people will come to me and they'll say, well, you know, I want to know about this. And they want to connect with the divine and they want to get messages, but they want a shortcut. Yeah. And there is no shortcut. It's like, you have to be still just like what you're talking about in this book. You have to be aware, you have to connect. And do you meditate at all to get messages? Is that how you wrote this? Uh, uh, well, meditate, <laughs> meditation, ultimately, meditation ultimately is what we are. Meditation is, um, is our self-aware aware being and true true meditation is simply abiding as as that. So um, you know certainly uh, certainly abiding as our true nature, it, you know the, um, the the intelligent infinity that that uh, that is uh, provides what's necessary. So yeah, it's not it's not something that's channeled or something that it's it's um, but yes, uh, certainly, um, you could you could look at it that way. I mean, I channel, so I just you know I just figured you did too. What, and then when I write, no, you don't. Well, maybe you don't realize you are. <laughs> when when I write, I I'll write something, and this is how I knew it was channeled. I'll just tell you this before we go to commercial break. When I wrote my first book, I I would write something, and then I would come back, and then I would write it again, and then I thought, oh. Well, that's really strange. Why would I do that twice? But it was like the information wasn't coming from me. Do you see what I mean? So that's yeah. yeah. It's so not, it's, it's not channeling, you know. In 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 that uh, the, the still point is is the self aware being of of all. It, every you know every sentient creature, uh, every sentient creature is the still point as their true nature. So you could say that it's our, our deeper self, if, if that is, you know, if that, if that resonates more, but it's certainly not a, a channeling, you know, when I, I meant you were channeling the book when you wrote it is what I meant, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so I'm sorry about that, Kevin, if I wasn't clear uh -huh. Hey, we got to go to commercial break, you guys, I'm here today with Kevin Kroninsky. He's an MD. The book is called the still point, the simplicity of spiritual enlightenment. And this is Nancy Earl. This is high road to humanity. And we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road.
Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity. And we're talking about the still point today, the simplicity of spiritual enlightenment. I like that, the simplicity of spiritual enlightenment, because sometimes people make it way more difficult than it has to be. Yeah, you know, when you, um, nothing can be more simple than recognizing what you already always are and cannot not be. Uh, it's been obscured, um, and as as I mentioned, uh, the Course in Miracles says you, it's simply uh, the need to remove the blocks to love's awareness. So the mind and identification with with the mind has um, has put up many blocks to what we are, but it, it is incredibly simple uh, in that. We are already always that. Now, I, I would I would just add, uh, and I, I don't remember who said this, but I think it was someone affiliated with the person who said it's simple, but it's not easy, you know. And and that's yeah. um, that's something that you know has to has to be stated. Otherwise, it it kind of becomes a, a, a trite statement. But it is um, it is simplicity is, is is a good word for the recognition of uh, of our self aware being. Yeah, because we, you know, it doesn't have to be so difficult. I always tell people get up in the morning and just, you know, connect and uh, connect with the divine. You can call it whatever you want and, um, you know, say a prayer journal, do what you feel comfortable with, but at least go inside. A lot of times, and I want to ask you, do you do this? Um, I journal quite a bit just to get my thoughts out on paper. It seems to help. Do you do that kind of stuff too? Uh, not, not, not really. I, uh, I did, I did for, you know, maybe, uh, maybe a year or two years before the book was written, yeah. I, would, I would just uh, have, um, things would kind of come and I, I would, I would write them down. And, and, you know, it, when, when the book finally started to be actually written, I, I went back 
you know, to, to that, to that notebook and, and, and those notebooks and, yeah. and you, many, many of that, many of, many of that stuff found, found its way, you know, s- somehow found its way into the book, but as a, as a general practice, um, the gen, as a general practice, it's, it's not, um, you know, it, it's not, it's, it's not something that, you know, that, that, that I do as much as, um, uh, it, as what much, do as you much, do? What do you do to keep yourself balanced and aware? It's, it's, what you do you know, do? it's being. It's not doing as much as it is as it huh? is as it is being. And okay. Yeah. Uh, you know the um, simply abiding as 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 what we are. Uh, actions happen. Uh, you know, um, actions take care of themselves. Uh, just like you know, we aren't sitting around choosing the thoughts that that arise. The actions that that come from them. Uh, when you know when they're coming from wholeness, when they're coming from uh, from from a place of love, uh, actions just arise very very naturally, and moving through the world becomes um, it becomes quite effortless actually. Well, now don't you um, believe in the fact that you know whatever we put out, of course, our energy to the universe is what is returned to us. So when we put out the loving energy, then that's what's returned to us. That's how the universe is set up. So is that what you're talking about when when life? Because life just doesn't happen. I mean, we have thoughts, we have feelings. You know, we put that energy out, and then the universe reciprocates. So I mean, what are you talking about? Being in the flow, maybe of how that works. I mean, you know, you, you'll you'll hear athletes. You know how athletes will call it the zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There's not a lot of thinking involved um, in that. It's um, thoughts arise as they need to arise. If if you want to call call it being in the zone, but you'll see that you know that that's when you'll have peak athletic performance because the um, you know the natural uh, the natural actions take over in in the now and it's very much the same with uh with everyday life it's it's not something that has to be restricted to when you're you know throwing a football in a game or whether you're playing tennis or whatever whatever your game is or golf so it it, it really it, it really becomes the the actual normal state of 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 living you're saying staying in the flow and just as things come it's your choice how you handle it and just kind of moving in that way is that what you're talking about yeah, yeah. Abiding, abiding as our self. For first of all, you know, the the recognition of our self aware being, the re- the recognition of the still point has to happen, has to occur first. And you know, uh, uh, as we were as we were saying in, in the previous segments, this is something that's really, really happening. I think in a widespread, uh, w- widespread level now on on this planet. Um, and once once that is recognized, the practice becomes continually abiding as that and and the reason is because the deep egoic conditioning we have for decades and decades and decades those programs are still running that script is 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 still running um so first it is the recognition of of self of what our true nature is and then it's it's simply abiding as that over and over and over again in in whether it's quiet and you're sitting in what you're calling meditation or whether you're, um, you know, whether you're out in the world and, and you're doing anything, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're in that recognition and you're, you're doing that again, over and over and over again. And there, there becomes the, there becomes this, there, or this, this shift starts to, starts to 
occur. And, and the zone, you know, if, if you want to call it the zone, it, it's something that maybe you visit at first for a while, but eventually it, it becomes the place where you live. And, you know, your life starts to change, uh, your, your relationships change, your outside, um, outside circumstances uh, are viewed very, very differently. And you kind of decide, wow, well, th- this, is a, this is a place to move into. This is a place to be, uh, at, you know, as this always. Uh, and um, life gradually becomes, uh, becomes that, you know, all of the time. There, there are things that happen that occur that will pull you back into body identification and identification with the mind. And this is very normal and natural, but generally speaking, um, you know, at that point, it's, uh, it, it's, it's moving towards, um, 5d it's moving towards 5d. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 5D. That's what I think. I think, you know, you're in 3d and then, um, you know, as you, as you become more aware and you start to watch things go on, then you become 3d and I've been flipping between five and three and I keep going back and forth. Do you find yourself doing that sometimes, you know? Well, I, I wouldn't, I mean, everyone uses different words and right. You know, but you know like, what I'm talking about. I know, I know what you mean. I yeah. Know, you know, all of the, the, yeah, the, yeah. Probably the densities of, you know, yeah. but, you know, it's, it's simply our, it's simply, you know, what we, what we are and are we abiding in uh, and, and as really knowingly as what we are, but yes, there's, there's no doubt that, you know, circumstances will happen or, or something will occur and, you know, we'll, we'll get pulled, uh, we'll get pulled out of that. You know, we will, we will go back for, for a time into identification with, um, you know, identification more with the, with the separate self. And this becomes, it becomes less and less. And when it does happen, it's recognized. Yes. Eventually recognized, you know, instantly. And, and then yeah. the ability to, uh, the ability to drop that, uh, you know, it, it is there, but it, it, you know, that aspect of it is a process. The recognition of our true nature is not a process. It's, it's, it's a timeless um, instant. Uh, that is a timeless instant. After that, um, this uh, reconditioning of the way we think and feel and interact uh, to, to be um, consistent with that, that's, that's a process that goes on for um, forever. Yeah. I'm glad you talked, we talked about this because it's true. You know, you can see yourself getting, then you start to pay attention. And you're like, oh, I let that person pull me down. How did I do that? And then you don't do it next time. You change your reaction because we all have a choice. We all have a way we can react a certain way or not. So it's a choice. And as we evolve, our choices change and we look at things differently. Just as you said, I look at things now from, uh, I guess a different perspective, a higher perspective. I don't look at things the same. I don't judge. I think judgment, and we'll talk about that if you want for a few minutes, has become one of the worst things that uh, humanity has uh, put up. If we could just stop judging each other and judging ourselves, that would be a huge uh, thing. Now, it took me a couple of years. And now, when somebody else does it, I recognize it. And it's like, and I want to say something, but I don't because I figure they have to figure that out for themselves. Talk about judgment for a minute. Yeah. I was saying something that would be a judgment, you know, so you'd correct. Yeah. You know, ju- judgment. I mean, I, 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 judgment isn't our function. It, you know, the course in miracles will, will say that. And a lot of the, uh, a lot of um, what the court, you know, what's written in the course is still there. It, it's, um, 
it's not our function. You know, it, it is what the mind, it is what the ego mind does. It's in a continual evaluation of experience. It's, it's always judging experience. And this is the root of suffering. Um, you know, spirituality ultimately is, uh, is simply accepting what is. And mm-hmm. when we are in resistance to what is, um, which we, we can't control, you know, we, we do not control what is. When we are in resistance to that, uh, there is suffering. And, and, and that is either holding on to something uh, you know, trying to hold on to good experiences or resisting an experience and saying, I don't like this. I want something different than this. Um, so, you know, all, all of that really judgment can, you can take judgment down to that. And, and when you do that, you can see that the idea of judging others or what's on the screen or what's happening, simply not our function. And we're, we're in opposition, uh, to, you know, to, to, um, to what we are. And, uh, that is, that is, that is suffering. That is the definition of, of suffering. It's, it's, you know, resisting and seeking, um, as yeah. opposed to accepting what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like your analogy there. Yeah. It's in, once you do it, you guys, it's, then it's like, why did I ever do that? Anyway, I'm here today with Kevin Kroninsky. He is an MD. Are you still a medical doctor? Do you still practice? Oh, no, no. I, I, uh, no, I, I never. I, I did a residency, but I never. I never practiced. I was in uh, uh, the business side in the biotech world gotcha. for for years, and um, I, I I still do a few few things. Um, you know, sit okay. on the board and do a few things in in the world, but but very very little. Uh, we'll have to get your take on the COVID when we come back from commercial break. You guys, this is Nancy Rell. The book is called The Still Point. This is High Road to Humanity. We'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Help me, TogiNet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. 
The podcasting wizards here at TogiNet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit, and we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Uralt. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Kevin Kroninsky. His book is The Still Point. This is our last segment. You know, Kevin, have you had really good reaction from the book? Talk to me. Have you, you know, anybody call you up and say, hey, this really helped or? Well, the book, the book will be released on March 1st. In, in, uh, ah, so it's not out yet. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> an audio book and, and the book. But um, okay. the, only, the only official review was a, was a Kirk, Kirkus review, which, which is out there and you, you can read it. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, being a medical doctor, what's your take on this whole situation that we're in right now, other than it's been great that we've been able to stay at home and go in within? Um, do you see, you know, there's so much... Uh, some people are for the thing and some people are not. And some people, you know, and people are getting tired of wearing the mask. And, and so what's your feel for this? I mean, I'm just, I don't put yourself out there too much, but I'm just asking what your take is on this. No, you know, the, the, uh, the world, the world is a, it's a sphere of experience and the experience that we, we get is the experience that we need. It's the experience that we need, whether we accept it or not, to recognize who, who we are. So it, it doesn't matter whether it's COVID or whether it's, it's it, you know, it's, it's, it's something else out there. It's, it's not about the, you know, specifics of, of what's on the screen. If, if we're with the ego thought system, we're going to be a fragment and we're going to have, um, you know, it, we're going to live as a fragment and, and the world as a whole is going to reflect that. And, you know, the, the, uh, the planet, the, the predominant thought system on the planet is still the egoic thought system. Now, I believe we're in a, um, a very, very significant, massive shift uh, away from that. Uh, but, you know, it's, um, it's, it's more really the, the, the virus of the mind, if you will. That, yeah, uh, I agree that, with that. Yeah, because you know, if you're if you're uh, if you're living as a fragment, and you're with with the ego. Um, it, it's uh, it, it's going to present in in you know many 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 different ways. So again, getting back to the fact that it's a revolution of of one. What what we can control is uh, our ourselves, our reaction, and and we can recognize our our true nature, and we can recognize 
what what that means. We can recognize that it's ever present, and we can recognize that it's whole. It's 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 full and complete as it as it already is. And when that's um when that's the case, then what what occurs on the sh on the screen uh, isn't uh, isn't isn't as relevant um, isn't as relevant anymore. I think if people would not be so fearful, you know, when I go out into the world, I put white light around myself and I'm not afraid and I don't worry about any of the, you know, getting anything like that. I think part of it is your, your energy and how you present yourself in the world. You know, if you're fearful, then a lot of times you draw that stuff to yourself. And if you're not fearful, you know, then, you know, it's more of a protection. And I've learned that over time um, that you're more protected when you are, you know, whole and you're not fearful. Fear is the, the thing that really we have to get over. We have to go from the fear to the love. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, when we first started, you know, um, I mentioned that fear, all fear ultimately comes from identification, misidentification with form right. and the, the belief that uh, without form, there is no existence and that isn't um that isn't true you know that isn't that isn't real but until we have that recognition of our true nature and we abide as that in that and as that um we uh it, it begins then to reveal the fact that it it is ever present it doesn't come and go this eliminates the fear of death it, it, you recognize it, you know, it's infinite, meaning it, it, it's, uh, it has no borders, it has no boundaries. Uh, it's whole, it's full, it's complete. And this, this eliminates the fear of lack. You know, so when you look at fear and you, any type of fear, you, will, you can boil that down and you will come to either a fear of annihilation or death and, and a fear of lack. And the only, the only way, the only way to, um, to overcome that is to see that it, it's, 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 simply, it's simply not true. Uh, what you truly are doesn't die and it, 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 lacks, it lacks nothing. The concept of lack, all concepts are impossible um, you know, uh, as, as that. So that's the, uh, that's is what, you know, you had mentioned Anthony DeMello. This is the cure rather than a little bit of, a little bit of relief, right? And um, if you, if, if you want the cure and most people are, are still not, perhaps that's just not what they are. And that's, that's where they are at this point, I should say, where their minds are at this point, but um, that's okay. But when, um, when, uh, when there's, when, when you've had enough of it, uh, sure. then you will start going for the cure. And I think that's, that's certainly where, um, where this planet seems to be now in, in terms of a lot of people uh, truly beginning to look for the cure. Yeah, I like how you talk about that. People um, are scared. They're scared they won't have enough. And I see that a lot. And, you know, the animals don't worry. They know they're going to be taken care of. And we're the same. We should not worry. But we, that's a societal thing. Don't you agree that that's... Yeah, it's it's conditioned by society since we were born, but it's ultimately again, it's a revolution of one. It's ultimately our decision and only our our decision. You we you can't change anyone else's mind. Right. Ultimately, they have to do that themselves. So right. we all have to choose um, to uh, to recognize our our true nature, recognize what we truly are, and um, then recognize its inherent qualities, uh, if you will. Uh, and then fear, fear is as impossible as um, a shadow eliminating light. It, 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 it simply can't be done. It, it, it has no, it has no opposite. 
It's an illusion. I like that. It's an illusion. That's really interesting. Not what we think it is. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So now do you uh, have a website or can people contact you or how do people yeah. get in touch with you, Kevin? There's a website, uh, author, Kevin, uh, Krenitsky, um, dot com okay. is the website. And yeah. Okay. And again, the book is coming out. Um, March 1st. Yeah. yeah. And it's K-R-E-N-I-T-S-K-Y. If you guys would like to know, this is really awesome. It took you, how long did it take you to put this thing together? A couple years? Oh, uh, no, no. no? The, book, uh, the book, the book was written in about six months, five, six months. Okay. I, okay. I had a, I had a, as you know, um, about five years prior to that, it, it came that, you know, a book will be written, we call the still point. And um, I try to the next day start to write that and nothing, you know, but so you got I, the message and then, yeah. yeah right. Okay. All right. But if it was about five years or four, four years, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not great with the dates in the past, but yeah, uh, four or five, so somewhere around the four years or so that uh, it, it, um, you know, it, it uh, started to flow, if you will. Yeah. And it was relatively quick, quick after that in terms of, in terms of the actual writing. Yeah. It's never in our timing, is it? <laughs> I want to mention that because, you know, you want something, but it's never in our timing. It's always, there's always a higher power that's in charge, not us. And that's, that's hard to figure out too, isn't it? Over time, you realize you're not in charge. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, um, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of wonderful when you, when you do, because then letting go, true letting go can, you know, can, can begin to occur at that point. I really like that. I think that's great. Well, I'm really glad you joined us today and um, the book is coming out March 1st and I know people can get this now. It's going to be on Amazon. Can they get it through your website? Is that? Yeah, you can, it can be pre-ordered on Amazon now. Um, the audio book and, and, and this, that, yeah, but, but it, I, I know it's available on Amazon. It'll be available other places, I guess, as well. So Okay, yeah. terrific. Well, I'm really appreciative for you coming on and writing this because it, you know, it's really good. I really liked it, you guys. And I like how you put it together. So it'll, it'll really be a good read for all you guys out there. Um, you know, I do want to mention that if you guys want a psychic reading, go to my website. Oh, I'm not calling them psychic readings anymore. I'm calling them angel readings. And so if you want one, of those go to my calendar and just click on the book button and you can book your date and time and uh, also guys check me out on tiktok oh my gosh i'm pulling angel cards for you guys there every couple days when i have time i'm doing some angel readings so you can find me on tiktok now it's high road to humanity my kids taught me how to do it so there you have it all right well listen kevin it was a pleasure really nice to meet you we got to get out of here for today but um, thanks again. And this is High Road to Humanity. This is Nancy Yearout. Everybody take care and God bless. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal.